whoop, here we go. Another monthly real life recap. I'm about to dive into how I reached my goals in March in all the areas of my life. I'm even going to throw in some really nitty gritty about the depths of me and what I'm working on. Um, We always, inside of these episodes, talk about how I've reached my goals in motherhood, in my home, in my marriage, and in my business, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper than that this time because I think we need to go there. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you, really looking forward to show you how I got out of my slump from last month when me reaching my goals was a little bit like wah, wah, and how I managed to climb my way back up that what feels like forever long mountain when we get down into a low. Plus, I'm going to share some of my successes from March, which I'm super excited to bring to you. And I've got some really exciting news about some things that are coming up for those of you that are avid lovers of the System As Your Life community. So we got lots to talk about. Let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in and get your life out of the chaos and in to confidence. Okay. So I always start off with, let's just, let's just call it like it is. Did I reach my goals in March? Uh, The easy answer is yes, (laughs) but we're going to break this down because, you know, I think a lot of us always have really big goals for ourselves, as do I, and I did have some big goals for myself. And actually, (laughs) I'm recording this podcast episode for you before the final days of March, so um, I still have a few days left (laughs) to check off some boxes but I am going to get it done. I have time squared away for it and I have zero excuses. I refuse to end March. Actually, I refuse to go into April with some of these check boxes not checked because I really wanted to have them done like a long time ago, maybe even in February. I don't know if I wanted to have them done in February, maybe, possibly, but it feels like they have been on the docket for a very long time. So yes, I reached my goals even without those check marks, I still have really reached my goals for March because my overarching goal was just to get out of my slump from February. <gasps> oh, I don't know. February was hard. If you guys didn't listen to the um, episode 89, I think, how I reached my goals in February, which we do this um, every single month. I say we, me, me and you and all the other people that come to this podcast, we, we do this little chit chat about my goals and how I've reached them every month because I think that it's extremely important. I know that it's extremely important that we understand that the people that we listen to in podcasts are just like us. I um, am exactly like you in all the ways and we are actually very, very, very close now to 100,000 downloads on the podcast, which we're going to be celebrating this summer. Um, 
And I don't even know how that happened because it was not but just a year ago that I was listening to my business mentor and a couple other podcast hosts that were talking about them having podcast downloads in that range. And I was like, <gasps> like, like they walked on water or something. And I'm like, no, they're normal. And now I'm in that exact same spot. And I think it's absolutely crucial that you understand that I'm exactly like you that that this is just what I do that these are my goals sometimes I reach them sometimes I don't I have struggles just like you I have all the same issues and all the same joys I have the same amount of time in my day as you and this is really what God has gifted me with and that's why I'm teaching it that's why I bring it to the podcast that's why I bring it to the Facebook that's why I created the academy and this is a space to learn and a space to grow with each other, right? So that's why I do these episodes because I want to be real, real about what life looks like. Um, uh, because I put myself in a position to open myself up and Instagram and all the things share the glorious moments of life. And even the podcast is constantly talking about all the wonderful things and how to do all the great things. And I want to bring reality to you. So my reality in February was, uh, it wasn't horrible, but it definitely was not good. It just, I was in a slump. It was in a slump. Things, things got hard. If you want to know all about that, go back and listen to that one because we are going to jump into March and March has been a much better month. It started out not great because I was still down in my lull, but I have scratched and clawed my way up. So let's talk about what's happened in motherhood. Actually, motherhood was really quite positive last month, um, coming from January where I felt like it would just, it was pretty bad. I swung to the other side of the pendulum, um, in February and I really focused on that. And so obviously it got a lot better because I put a lot of time and energy into it. And so I really wanted to come back to some type of equilibrium when it came to my mothering this month. And, um, it has been amazing. Uh, it's, I feel like I'm in a really good groove with it right now. And in the season of life that we're in, I'm absolutely in love with motherhood. That wasn't always my story. Uh, I came to motherhood through a very different path than I ever thought I would. And then most people do. So I grappled with that for a long time. And so I'm excited to be in a season where I'm truly enjoying motherhood for the way that, that it is and that it looks for me. And, um, I am really making the most of my one-on-one time with my girls. Do I do one-on-one time every day? No, but we are really focusing back on our bedtime routines. And I really pour into my girls without screen time, um, at least twice a day, even if it's just for 10 minutes. And, uh, most of the time it's 30 minutes at the end of the day. I would, I would say it's almost six out of seven days of the week. It's about 30 minutes at the end of the day with the girls. Sometimes it's just me alone. Sometimes Blaine is there too. Um, but I always try and make sure that I really connect with my girls at the end of the day. And, um, it's been awesome. Frankie had a birthday party. She turned nine this month. I really loved that and being able to give that to her and see her flourish has been awesome. Also, she has added on another sport 
So she's doing sports four nights a week, which if you go back and you listen to a couple of my podcasts in the very beginning, I was like, absolutely no, don't do it ever. (laughs) That was before I knew that I was going to homeschool my kiddo. And she's needed the extra socialization and the structure and just uh, being with her peers. Uh, I've noticed that she's wanted that. And so we wanted to make sure that she got involved and the physical activity has been really important. She's been extremely sedentary and it's it's affected her growth rate in different ways uh, that we don't think is healthy. And so we've gotten her into being active like we were when we were kids, but we would just go outside and run around and play. And that's not something that we have the ability to do much anymore, especially not in, I mean, we live in a gated community, but still, you know, it's just in our, we live in kind of like a townhome ish space and we do have our own private backyard, but it's not huge, you know, and for a nine-year-old, she really needs to be super active. So it's been amazing. Um, the way that I've been able to adapt to having that on my schedule and making sure that we get dinner cooked early, making sure that Bailey May's bedroom is set up because she falls asleep in the car on the way home so that she can just go right to bed when we get home. I've made some really good adaptations to the way that we do things to be able to accommodate the needs of Frankie right now. And for me as a mom, that makes me feel really good. So I'm happy. I'm really happy (laughs) with that. I've been doing a great job of Uh, praying for my kids and um, something that's really important in my life is making sure that I'm open about my faith with my girls and Frankie's of an age right now where she's really asking a lot of questions and that's stretching me so I've been doing a lot of reading and a lot of learning so that I can give that to her in the best way that I know how and that too has really filled my cup in motherhood and uh, when it comes to Bailey she is just a firecracker. She's the light of the world. And I had somebody say to me, because I often feel like I have to be very, I've I've felt very afraid of what her personality is capable of. And somebody said to me, well, think about the good that she could do with that personality and the truths that she can spread into the world with that personality, with that boldness. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? Why have you never thought of this before? So I've really been focusing on that like a lot. The the power and the potential for good that she has inside of her instead of seeing the capability for destruction, right? In her own life and in others um, and in ours. You know, when you have these children that are unbelievably demanding and I'm just being real, real <laughs> with you guys right now. Um, I'm going to speak candidly because we have these feelings about our children. When they're demanding, we begin to resent different parts of what we have to do to meet their needs. We don't resent them, but I, I chose my words very carefully, and it is how I feel. We do begin to resent the things that we have to do to be able to care for them adequately, and I've begun to change my perspective there and talk about it in a way on what I'm going, what, what kind of human I'm, I'm capable of raising because she has, she has so much potential and so much power. And I think the real fear comes down to, am I capable? Am I capable of mothering that spirit? 
so that she does know what tools to use and what tools to put in her tool bag, how to harness all of the parts of her for good instead of for destruction. And inevitably that will be her own choice. But as her mom, I want to make sure that I'm guiding her. And that's where I'm at right now is I'm soaking up every minute of Bailey May that I can learning about her, figuring out her nuances, um, really pouring into what is her love language, which is so much touch. She's touch is like her big thing and, and learning quality time. You know, she really wants to be with you and, I just have, I've just let go of everything and I've started looking at who is this little human and how am I intended to shepherd her? So that is my motherhood box and we're going to move on. (laughs) Um, my house, uh, uh, last month, I think I talked about how horrible it was this month has been great. I just got all caught up on my laundry, which was kind of a mess for a little bit because here in Arizona, our seasons change um, from winter to what feels like summer, we have like a two week spring session and it always trips me up when I swap out my, my wardrobe. So I switch out like every six months from a cold weather wardrobe to a warmish, hotish weather wardrobe. And our, we're, we're actually having a spring, which feels much more like winter. It's been an elongated cold season and so I was not putting away any of my winter stuff. And then it was the trap. When you have one thing that sits out, two things sits out, that becomes three, that becomes a pile that became all of my clean laundry was just in a pile on my floor, all of it. So I got it all put away. I was like, whatever, it's not time to swap out laundry yet. I, I mean, uh, wardrobes yet. So I'm just going to put it all away. So I got it all put away. Uh, I can see the floor now and I'm keeping up with my one load laundry system. I don't have any dirty clothes right now. And, um, I just learned my lesson there <laughs> with my laundry. It's not time to swatch, swap out wardrobes yet. So just keep hanging up the sweaters, even though it's probably likely you're not going to wear them again, but that's okay. It's better than them being on the floor. My girls' rooms have been pretty good. We do need to swap out Bailey May's old uh, 12 and 18 month old clothes, which yes, she still fits into and she's three and a half. She's tiny, but she's very much grown into two T and some three T clothes now. So we need to go through and we need to pull all those. But other than that, everything's been awesome. Um, Everything's been really good in the house. Our beds have been made most of the time. The dishes have been done most of the time. I'm really pouring into using my diffusers and I got all my labels done in my pantry. I've, I've done some home projects. So that has been really, really good for me. Uh, and also the girls inside of the Academy are super encouraging for me. Some of them are just, uh, they've gotten, they've gone through tier one and tier two. So they're, they're past the port part of learning how to time block, making sure that they have all of their fundamental needs squared away so that they can be productive and really getting their mindset in the right place. Then they've worked through getting all of their systems and business squared away. So they've got their workflows. They have all of their content organized. They have all of their social media stuff organized and they really know what they need to do uh, to move the needle in their business done and set and then uh, they've moved into tier three which is organizing their home and <laughs> I'm like I gotta keep up with you ladies because there's always you know there's always a drawer that can be done and so they've been super inspiring to me and uh, so I've been really making sure that I pour into my home that way so that we can share our wins together inside of our private Facebook group for the Academy. And it's been really, really fun. 
So I, I do want to spend a minute here talking about my marriage because um, last month, you know, we talked about how it was good and things have been going re- really well. And that's not to say that there aren't ups and downs because there have been for sure. But I feel like Blaine and I have really worked through, um, we're both super committed at this point to making sure that we are being very intentional in our marriage. And that can be really, really hard. Being intentional in marriage is something that I'm very serious about, probably a little too serious about if I could just be open about one of my flaws. (laughs) It seems like a good thing until it's too much, right? And so that's why there's a portion of it inside of the academy. I have tier four is systemize your marriage and the systems that Blaine and I use to stay super intentional. The communication systems that we use, they're all in there. And um, we've been focused, really focused on trying to maintain a house, trying to raise kids and trying to grow businesses for the last year. And I have been chasing this desire and this needs to have an intentional marriage. And there have been times when the, the negative part of my personality has pushed that too far and I haven't been patient enough and gracious enough and kind enough. And so it's created an environment where we couldn't succeed in what we were trying to accomplish in anything. And I think that that, you know, even though we were really trying to work through that in February, which is why February was so good for us, we still hadn't really figured it out. And so with my perseverance and my strength being um, deep and meaningful communication and relationships, I've really brought that forward in our marriage. And Blaine is, you know, along for the journey and, and he's pushed through, even though that's not something that is one of his strengths. Um, and, and we're in a place where we feel like we know exactly what we need to do now in order not to backslide and go through this cycle over and over and over again. And one of the things that I had to do was, um, I'm I'm actually going to go into it when we talk about what I had to give up in order to reach my goals, because goals don't just happen without making sacrifices. But there was some, there was one real big major thing that I had to give up in me and, Um, I guess I wouldn't necessarily label it under pride, but it definitely was a protective mechanism, um, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. But as far as marriage is concerned, things have been really great. We've been prioritizing date night, which is one of our fundamental needs, even if it's just watching American Idol, (laughs) because sometimes it's that, sometimes it's been out of the house. And we have also really been prioritizing good solid turn taking in our communication and um, having fun, being kind, really trying to focus on the spirit of dating, uh, even in the mundane, even when we're so far from what it looked like when we were capable of just dating, right? Even though we know different things about each other that we didn't know when we were dating, still trying to honor and foster that. So um, uh, my business, I'm going to talk about my business and I'm really in a much better place. I have struggled a lot. I keep kicking. <laughs> I'm not in my closet. I'm at my desk and I keep kicking the metal pole underneath. So that's what that bang was. Um, I'm in a much better place. I've had this project on my plate that has been so hard for me to get through. And I just was in this like unproductive lull, you know, um, but I'm out of it now. I sat down and I was like, all right, enough is enough. And, uh, I used that one quote that Blaine always says, 
what would it look like if it was easy? And I was like, well, this is what it would look like if it was easy. And I was like, whatever chatter comes up in your brain, you tell it to shut up and you do what you wrote down. That is easy. And just do it. Tell yourself it's easy. It doesn't matter if it's scary. None of that stuff matters. Like just do the steps. Cause looking back the first year of my business, the way that I was able to make so much progress is I literally just shut up and did the work. Like I stopped making excuses. I put my head down. I didn't care about anything except I know that this next thing is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it didn't matter. Nothing mattered. It didn't matter if there was typos. Because if you guys hang out with me on Instagram, you know about my typos. Like my mom is finally over telling me about my typos. (laughs) Because she's just come to learn. And Blaine too. He's like, isn't there some kind of spell checker? I'm like, I do. But you don't understand. I had five minutes to put that story out. And I wasn't not going to do it. So I did it. And there were typos. And whatever. There were typos. Like, yes, I'm trying to make sure that I spell check things. But sometimes it doesn't work like that. And it was just that, right? Like I live launched my courses so many times and I didn't know what I was doing and I did it anyway. And, and for whatever reason, I started the Academy and I got all up in my head and I got like nervous about stuff. And I started a new program for myself that taught me how to, how to take my business from where it's at and reach masses of people because My goal is to change the culture of motherhood so that women can truly be who they were called to be. And I don't believe that women know how to do what the academy teaches. And I want them to learn how to do it so that they can have the results that I've had. And that so many of you that are inside of the academy listening have had. Um, And if you haven't had those results yet, (laughs) get inside of the academy right now. There are thousands of you listening to every single episode now, and not all of you are inside of the academy. And it might not be the right time for all of you. And that's okay. The doors are open. They're open for you whenever you're ready. But if you feel like you're ready, do not wait. Because from the last time you heard this episode about a live monthly recap to now, You could have been through the first two tiers. You could have time blocks situated. You could be pouring into yourself in a morning and nighttime routine. You could have time squared away every single day for you to work on your business uninterrupted. Even if that's just because you love drawing or you love knitting or you just want to sit and you want to do your nails or you want to have time to just read a book, you can have that no matter what age your kids are, no matter what your demands are. I've worked with moms from all walks of life and all different parts of the world And I'm able to give them results all from what is taught inside of the academy. They're growing deeper relationships with their children, with how they feel about their home, with how they feel about themselves and their abilities to soar. And they're having deeper, more meaningful relationships with their husband, just like I'm talking to you about here and what I'm able to do with my husband. It's all inside of the academy. And you could have had that by now, (laughs) right? And so just don't wait. Don't wait, go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy to find out more details on it. And if you really, really, really want to learn, um, I am going to be opening up um, a really awesome opportunity in the very beginning of April. So stick around. I'm not going to be giving you details on that just yet, um, but I really think that just this idea of me growing (laughs) 
growing this business and scaling it. You know, that's, that's my dream. That's what I know I was intended to do with this. And as scary as that is to talk about, I started this business with a workshop with about 11 women inside of an Airbnb two years ago, 103 weeks ago, to be exact from, um, Instagram story memories. And there's like, what, 56 weeks in a year, I think 52 weeks in a year. I don't know. Don't quote me. My math is terrible. Y'all know this somewhere around there. Right. And so, I mean, it's crazy how much things can change. And I just have to remember the action that I took in that first year and that second year and how I have to keep doing that. And even though the numbers are bigger, the downloads are more, the income is greater, the, the impact is greater. What I have to do is still the same. I have to show up to work every single day and I have to turn off the voices in my head and I have to do what I know I was called to do. That's no different for what you need to do in your life too. So what did I have to get rid of? What did I have to get, give up in order to make this happen? <laughs> uh, well, a lot of things. But before I touch on that, I do want to talk about when we look at why these things are or aren't working, I want you to be able to walk away with something super tangible inside this episode. And I've touched on it. So first of all, I got back into my routines. My time blocks got super... Um, my time blocks have always been the, been what they were, but my routines inside of them, they got super lax, right? So I got back into, hey, I need to wake up when I know I'm supposed to wake up and I need to get in bed a little bit earlier. Bailey May's bedtime has shifted. And so I'm working on what does that mean for us? And I'm being patient and and I'm giving myself grace during that. But still, I don't have to stay up so late and sleep in so much. My morning routine has been about 15 minutes before hers and I'm used to about two to three hours. Um, and so that's a big, huge difference for me, you know, um, which means I'm getting more time at night cause I'm staying up later. And so we're just, Blaine and I are, are looking at what that looks like. But so I just kind of dialed in our routines a little bit more. My time blocks are straight away solid and my fundamental needs, they're awesome. You know, they look really good. This other aspect of what I wanted to talk to you guys about earlier that I said that I would get to um, is is coming in this form of what did I have to, to make room for? What did I have to get rid of in order to have these things come and be able to accomplish these things in March? So if you are in a place where I was last month and you were like, this is not working, sit down and look at your routines, look at your time blocks. Are you prioritizing your fundamental needs? What do you need to get rid of in order to make room for the things that you want? And honestly, one of the things that I had to get rid of in order to meet my goals in my business specifically in March was I had to let go of some really big fears of what it was going to of what it is going to take to be able to really scale my business. And the reality is that I do have some really big dreams for the academy and just for our lives as the Moors. Um, and it's going to take an enormous amount of dedication and discipline and mental toughness to get there, like major, major mental toughness, because working through who we are requires us to come out of our comfort zone and get into this place where we want to be is forcing us to be insanely uncomfortable. And so I just knew that, you know, none of our, (laughs) 
None of my comforts that I currently have are going to be able to provide this life that I want and that I'm that I know I'm meant to live. And it's the same thing for you. And we all come face to face with that numerous times of day, like all day long, right? When we're met with the voices of the people in our past, when we're met with the voices of comparison, because we've been in in social media too much, when we're met with voices of politicians and political drama, because our noses are in our phones way too much. And we're watching way too much outside perspective on what our lives are supposed to look like. We get met with that every single day. And you are either going to make a choice to go the comfortable route and do what makes you feel safe. And you're going to follow what all these other people have been telling you or are influencing you to think or you're going to go the route that you know, because you meet yourself in the quiet hours of the day and you find stillness every single day to just listen and you close everything else out. You close everything else out so much so that you know exactly what it is that you're supposed to be doing, or you have at least a general idea And that is what you're supposed to follow, right? And those things aren't comfortable. I know that I'm going to have to give up a lot to make it all happen. And I'm okay with that. Um, One of the other big things that I had to let go of in my marriage and in my motherhood, both of them, is this idea of me being heard. So this is the part of me personally that I said, we're going to get down into the nitty gritty because, and and I think that we need to go here because it's not talked about often and um, I'll be the one to talk about it. And I, I have a real problem with not feeling heard. And that has come to me in many different ways from what I saw growing up as a girl um, And from what I exposed myself to in different relationship choices that I made, people that I choose, that I chose to be in relationships with that I shouldn't have been, and their voices, all of these voices in my head telling me that I'm not good enough, may it be because I'm a woman, may it be because I'm small, all of these different complexes that I carry around with me, or because I don't have this sort of education, or because I don't have enough experience, or because I grew up with very little money my whole life. So who am I to be able to manage all different kinds of things, right? And so when I go to speak, and I want to be heard, especially in my own home with people that I feel like should really respect and care about what mom and wife has to say, right? About what Chelsea has to say. When I feel like I'm being ignored, I get louder and louder and louder and louder. And I've talked about this here, but I've realized that that has been a major roadblock for me being able to be the person that I want to be. And it's not, it's not them. It's me. Right. And I know that I can be brash and abrasive at times. And that's not the spirit of the woman that I know that I am. I'm not her. And it frustrates me time and time and time again that I choose to be her. For what? For what reason? Because of my own fears. And so in order for me to make room for this woman that I know that I am, I have to get rid of this other woman that shrieks in fear and that throws up these defense mechanisms to get loud whenever she doesn't feel heard. And so I, um, I came up with a game plan. Um, I know that I don't have to be that woman at all. I don't, and that's not me. And so that means that I need to be disciplined enough to not be her because as 
<laughs> much of an oxymoron as it seems, right? Um, or as it is, I, whenever we get afraid, my defense mechanism is to, to fight, right? It's that fight or flight. And I am not a, a flighter. <laughs> I'm not a shrieker. I'm a fighter. And I think it's in certain circumstances that can be done well, but I really care about the tone that I set in my home and the spirit that I carry as a wife and a mom. And I've failed month after month after month after month. I get it. I get it right on a lot of occasions, but most of the time I know I'm not doing the job that I want to be doing. And so I, um, I, I told her that woman that, that gets confrontational in moments, um, when I feel like I'm not being heard that she's okay to wait a minute, that she's okay to rest, that she's okay to wait until the time is right until she speaks and brings her voice forward. And so as uncomfortable as that makes me feel, because I feel like I'm being pushed aside and undermined and belittled and oppressed, I've told myself that is actually not what's happening. That's not what's happening at all. I am respected and people do care about what I have to say and I will be patient until the time is right. So this is, that is my action plan. And, and I am constantly having dialogue with the committee of people that I have allowed to come into my mind so that I can truly begin to succeed in this area. Um, and, and these are parts of, of success in our life that we have to acknowledge and that we have to talk about. Yes, success in business is awesome. Yes, success in feeling good in our motherhood. And yes, having a really good, um, solid and connected, intimate marriage is really good. And having a beautiful home that you feel peace and calm and rejuvenation and just fun too in having a home that makes us feel those things. Those are all really great attributes of success, but they're still you know, is, is, is depth and meaning in, in ourselves when all of that is gone. And this is the one part of me that I really feel like now is the right time for me to address this part of me that I've wanted to address for a really long time and, um, do something about it. And so it took me, I made this commitment to myself for several weeks before I was ready to tell Blaine about it and the girls and it's something that we've talked about for a long time um and just you know what i need in order to not feel frustrated in order to not get aggressive and 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 emotional you know what does mom need how can you help me with this and we've talked about it a lot and they do their very best and then it just came down to a moment of growth that i needed to have inside of me where i talked to myself and really sat down and said, Hey, look, like this is something that's coming from really, really deep seated places from your past that you don't have to hold on to. So that is, uh, the, the real, the real, real <laughs> of what I worked through in March, um, it's to get me here where I'm at to launch me into April. And I hope that you walk away from this episode feeling excited about stepping out of your comfort zone because, you know, may it be the dark chocolate peanut butter cups <laughs> that we keep in the top shelf in the refrigerator and 
not reaching for them or just quite frankly, not buying them. May it be that kind of uncomfort that or discomfort that you break or not watching the late night TV shows and going to bed early, even though unplugging in that way is really helpful. Um, but you know that if you did get to bed earlier consistently, you'd have a morning routine before your kids got up that you're dying to have that would then set up your day to be the kind of day that you're dying to have. Whatever that small shift you can make to allow yourself to be uncomfortable for just a little while, I hope that this lets you know what's on the other side of it. And I hope that you trust yourself enough to try it at least twice. (laughs) That's my husband's motto. I got to try everything twice to really give yourself the opportunity to be able to reach your goals, no matter how big and no matter how small they might be. So I love that you meet me here once a month to talk all things, goals, and the inner workings of what it really truly does feel like to be a work from home mom juggling all of the things. And if you have any questions or any thoughts about this episode, I would love to hear them. Just pop over inside of the Facebook group, Systemize Your Life. You can type it into the search bar if you're not already a member and uh, come over, introduce yourself, say hi. Or if you are a member, pop your questions in there and your feedback. I would love to hear it. I always get such great comments from you guys in the DMs and um, over on Facebook as well after one of these episodes goes live. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And until next time, as always, it's been so fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.